Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome back to another episode of Power and Nuggets with RTH. This is episode 21 and I am your host, Rochelle T. Henry. If you are new here, thank you for stopping by. And if you are returning, thank you as always for keeping my company whenever I am here. If you want to keep up with me outside of this podcast and keep up with what I'm up to, you can follow me on IG at Rochelle underscore T underscore Henry. And on Twitter, you can find me as Rochelle T Henry too. You can keep up with Power Nugget at Power Nuggets with RTHJA on Instagram and PNWRTHJA on Twitter. Around here, our aim is to give you life lessons, stories, testimonies, and everything in between. Totally unscripted. We're just a all a vibe. Everything you need to know about this episode will be in the show notes below. And if you are not yet subscribed, please to do so as we will be happy to welcome you as a part of the tribe. Want to know who my guest is for today? Well, I'll give you two hints. Let's just say that sometimes God puts us in spaces places and situations and what can bloom out of it sometimes are friendships she doesn't look a day older than 21 and she's an amazing being who am i talking about you'll have to stick around after this introduction or our hope is that you will be enriched inspired and encouraged. Enjoy! Have you ever stopped to want to think what life is like with a disability? Greetings and salutations, my friend. I am Rochelle T. Henry, and it will be my pleasure to take you down that journey where we will discuss life lessons, stories, testimonies, and everything in between while we keep it real with no scripts just vibes so grab your popcorn and come along for the ride this is power nuggets with rth in paraphrasing steve harvey once said you'll never know if your parachute works unless you jump with over 30 years experience of being a media practitioner voice over actor end of thriver public servant and so much more it is evident that this individual has got at the helm crediting her voice as a gift from god and her upbringing you have seen her on your tv heard her on your radio and today I have the esteemed honor of soaring on the beat and getting a front row seat into the journey of how she has been able to overcome and thrive through life with endometriosis. Power Nugget with RTH now welcomes the radiant Roxanne Nickel. Hey Roxy. Hey, Rich, Rich. 
Welcome to my side or this side of my world. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, so I'm going to talk a little bit about endometriosis and your journey as a media practitioner, basically. Okay. okay. And, and then a random question. Sure. But first, I want you to describe yourself in four words using the initials of your name. Four words? Wow. The four initials of my name, risk taker, mm -hmm. adventurous, um, vivacious, yeah. and... <laughs> Um, I don't know. M. Nice. <laughs> Simple. Uh, okay. So, tell me a little bit about childhood. Uh, I was a tomboy. My mom, God bless her heart, would always say that she knows she took home a girl from the hospital, but when she'd see a dirty chip up or see this individual hanging from a tree or running truck or something, um, she would, you know, realize that she had a girl who didn't do girly things. I love the outdoors. I still do. So I'm always outside. We had cherry trees and apple trees in the, in the yard that I grew up in. So you could always find me under there eating the cherries or the apples or just being out in nature. I find nature extremely fascinating. So I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed being around my friends that I had, but I also enjoyed being by myself. So if I was out there by myself playing, coming up with stuff, I was perfectly fine with that. To this day, I still love my own company. Me too. Okay. Uh, was me that something you've always wanted to be? How did that work? Well, not initially. Everybody in my family has either been in medicine, um, with a nurse, nurse practitioner, that kind of thing. So I thought that was where I was supposed to go, but I was never good. I found I was no good with the sciences and all of that. Uh, my mom, from I was in the womb, she's always read to me. So English language and history and reading was always something that fascinated me. So it was later in life when I realized, all right, medicine is not for me. And I'd watch TV, I'd see <clears throat> Helene Coley and um, Dennis Hall and all those people, Tony Patel, and they're reading and I'm like, I want to do that. And they read and I read and, you know, it fascinated me until after entering Miss Jamaica, I was working, I was called to work at Sandals Dunch River when it was just opening there looking for staff. And I was there as a, a coordinator. And Faye Ellington saw me after I was, I had seen an event where uh, officials were there and she said, you should be media. And then that was it for me. If Faye Ellington says so, I'm going to do this. And about maybe six months to a year after that, I left, came back, 
to Kingston because I was in St. Anne and went to the Creative Production Training Center, CPTC, did a radio course, did a TV course um, and started my training and awaited the opening of CVM television, actually. And a year, about a year and a half prior to, I worked at Power 106 FM as one of Jamaica's first female engineers editing reel to reel and just learning the ropes. So that was a great start for me and being mentored, so to speak, by the likes of Barry G. So learning all of that just gave me an even greater appreciation and say, okay, I can do this. This this seems to come natural and I seem to have a natural flair for it. And went into CVM when they opened and I did everything. I was a master controller. That's the person who plays the programs that you see and commercials on air. I was a satellite operator, which is a person who records all the programs because we would record them from the satellite, put them together and play them for you on air. Then I moved into production where I learned how to edit commercials, programs. I did graphics. I learned graphics as well. And then I would, I was a, I would be a switcher, which is a person who you see camera one, camera two, camera three, whatever, whatever. And um, in the middle of all of that, I was called to do like an entertainment program. Um, it was a movie review. That was one of my first things I did. So I'd go to Palace Amusement, they'd invite the press, and I would watch the movie and give my updates. That moved into a one-on-one -on -one interview with entertainers. And I know a number of entertainers, so I utilized that friendship to do interviews. One of my greatest interviews was when Shaggy won his Grammy and I got his very first interview. That was quite an honor. We are friends, but it was still an honor for him to choose me to do his interview. And then Carnival hit and I was one of them who was on the road doing Carnival. Um, I did a short stint in the newsroom, did some news stories. So it's been an incredible journey. I mean, when I talk about it, sometimes I'm like, what? Now I'm talking about it. I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm proud of me. So, and I'm happy for the experiences I've had. And it has just progressed from there and just hosting events and working at other radio stations. Um, it's just been an incredible experience moving to Cool 97 FM. I was there for 13 years. Started with one show. And prior to leaving, I had uh, my own show on Saturday mornings, um, Cool Alternatives, where I played music. And that was another opportunity that fell in my lap. The DJ I worked with, Johan Stevens, migrated. None of the other DJs wanted to get up at four o'clock in the morning to do a show. And I said, I'm going to try. Got my little music and God bless all the DJs that helped me put my music together. And I really enjoyed doing my Saturday morning show. Um, so it's been, it's, been a, it's been a great experience and I'm sure there's more to come. There is actually. Since you touched on it, um, you did a movie review show, you said, right? Yes, I did, for Palace Amusement. Can you guess, can you see the title of the chat? 
Say again. Can you see the title that I have up there on the chat? <laughs> yes. Can you guess the show I took it from? Soaring on the beat. I, I, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Let me ask you, why is This Is Me your soundtrack? Go again. Why is This Is Me from The Greatest Showman mm -hmm. your soundtrack? When I heard that song, it's it encompassed my growth over the years. Um, and I've been through a lot, not just personally, but seeing friends and my country and everything. And growing to learning me and understanding and accepting me. I am happy with me now. I make no apologies. Um, that may not garner me a lot of new friends or people who may like me, but I, my endeavor is never to hurt anybody or disrespect or flout. But the fact is I am unapologetically me. I am happy with who I am. I am far from perfect and I never, ever want to be perfect. I always want to continually be a work in progress. I say that to people all the time because you're always growing and learning or you should be open to always growing and learning no matter how much experience I've had in media or in doing all these different things. There's always something new to learn and I'm always open to that. But what you see is what you get. This is me. So that's, that's, that's my soundtrack. They wrote it for me. That's why I titled it that way. <laughs> because of the words. Mm -hmm. um, what was your pageant days in this Jamaica world like? Pageant? The pageant was <clears throat> a little scary to begin with because being a tomboy and being approached to be in Miss Jamaica, I'm like... Uh, I have to go do all these girly things, but I like challenges and I, and I looked at it as it would be an experience for me to grow as a person and also help me because it also helps me in guiding me where I'm going and learning about myself and bringing out my personality. Because as much as I'm, you'll think I'm extroverted, I'm introverted as well, um, so meeting all those girls, it was just it was such a great experience. And, and as I say, unapologetically, I think my year was one of the best years in the sense that we got to travel all across Jamaica. The Miss Jamaicas since then haven't had that level of extensive traveling. We went to almost every parish and that opened our eyes more to seeing our country more and to each other in learning. And we got more time to spend with each other as we traveled. Every time we travel, everybody sits with somebody else. So we learned each other. So it was really nice. And to this day, how many years later, a number of us are still friends. We still keep in touch. I mean, you don't talk every day, but we do check in every now and again to see how each other is doing. Or if somebody posts something on whichever one of the platforms, we reach out and send love and send blessings. So 
Um, Miss Jamaica was a great experience for me and another wonderful part of my journey. Okay, and yes, I know that you're an introvert. Yes. You're actually an amphibrate. There you go, that's it. Uh, what do you do for fun when you're not working, when you have nothing to do? Well, the nothing to do has, it's, mm, I can't tell when that has ever happened in my life. But what I've been doing over the past couple of years is making a concerted effort to make time for myself because you keep going and going and going. And I'm the type of person, if I'm doing a, a project or I'm, whatever work I'm doing, I give it my all. Um, so there is just very little time. And sometimes you can't take leave or you take a moment. Um, I take care of myself by going to the gym. I run 5Ks almost every month or every couple of months. Back now, since COVID has um, subsided to an effect that, that we can, the country has opened out and I can do my 5Ks. So I'm doing that more and also making an effort to hang out with friends. You know, on a Friday night, you go home and you don't bother. But realizing, not realizing, not, not that they weren't of worth. All my friends are of worth, but we all got so caught up with our work and stuff. And now we all make an effort. If it's a Friday night or a Thursday evening, we just spend some time together. And those are the best times for me. Just liming and chatting and, and just fellowship. Um, and the occasional movie, if there's an event, I like plays, um, NDTC, that kind of thing. I will support my fellow DJs if I'm playing at an event. Once it is possible, I go. So I make an effort to not make an excuse not to go, but to go out and just spend some time. And it helps to just release and, and just enjoy. So that's what I do. Um, if I'm not going anywhere or not doing anything, I love to read. Um, Netflix is my new thing and it's not just movies and whatever. I, I like watching documentaries and learning about other people and countries and cultures. So I'll be doing that. I do that as well. So if I'm not reading, I'm watching a Netflix documentary um, or just researching something online or just not doing anything, just sitting and just taking a moment and listening to music. I love listening to music, any kind of music, depending on what my frame of mind is. By the way, you also make time for your virtual friends. Oh, I do my best. I do my best. I reach out, I check like, oh no, you sent a message and I message you back. And uh, I try and do that as well. Keep the keep the link alive. Yeah. Uh when is when is the blogs coming back? Um my favorite yeah, thing to ask. I know. I, I wrote when did I write the last one? December? Yes. December. And the thing is, I have other blogs. Like I'll be at an appointment or I'm sitting and doing something and I start writing something. So I have like two or three in my phone. I need to take them out of the phone finish them and post them. I need to do that. But um, something will come to mind and I start writing a few lines on my notes in my phone, um, but they don't reach the blog site. So I need to do that um, and do, and, and, and the, 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 the website is a work in progress. It's something that should have been done a long time. 
uh, I am happy that the time that it has finally come together, it's still coming together and grateful for the responses that have been getting based on it. And I've also gotten voicing work as a result of my site. So I'm going to work, I'm going to work on removing those from my phone and getting them written so I can post more blogs because people like yourself have been asking. I'm going to keep accountable for that. Yes, please. And you know that I'm a stickler for accountability. I know, Miss Fish. I know. So, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, what's your website? Uh, Roxine's Journey. That's R-O-X-E-N-E-S-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y. One word. Roxine'sJourney.com. Okay. Uh, to end the meteorosis now, mm-hmm. when did you realize that you have endometriosis and what is endometriosis for the brother? All right. I'm no medical doctor, but let me do it in layman's term. Vaccine's way. Vaccine's way. Endometriosis is when we have our periods each month, that tissue that's supposed to leave your body um, as your period, which is what would have been there if you got pregnant to protect the baby, all of that. That's supposed to leave your body. All of it doesn't leave your body each month. So some stays and it causes buildup. So it will stick wherever. It's like when I explain it to people, I say, if you've ever watched Alien and see a web or see a really thick spider's web, that's what it looks like. And it can stick anywhere so it can be in the walls of your vagina it can go into your ovaries it can go in the walls of your anus and it can travel because my last endosystem it was in our brain because it needs space so if it runs out of space it goes up lungs everywhere um shauna fuller clark who runs the base foundation here in jamaica she had stage four i had stage two Mine were in my ovaries and my stomach and everywhere. So that's what it is. I found out I had endometriosis probably about 15 years ago when I was trying to get pregnant. And it wasn't happening. Went to a doctor and they do what is... that. It's not something that you can see with the naked eye. And it is not something that you can do a pap smear because you can't see it and you can't test for it. They have to do what is called an endoscopy, which is they go through your navel and you use a microscope and they look and see where it is. Unfortunately, some is also very, it's microscopic. So even though you may do a surgery and whatever, some may still attach somewhere in your body. So the doctor went in, did my first surgery. I've, I've done three and removed it and said, go try to get pregnant after a few weeks. Um, I've had a number of, of miscarriages um then it progressed and i don't know as you got older and because i've always had very heavy menstrual cycles and the last time um i got pregnant was probably maybe about five years ago and i lost the baby in womb uh i was about four or five months and which is also one of the side effects there's infertility there's miscarriages there is pain during intercourse. Just it's just 
you can't sleep. It's it's a lot of things that are that are with it, and it's um, a little bit of endometriosis can cause a lot of pain as well as a lot of endometriosis. So it's not the amount; it's how it affects your body and how your body reacts to it. Um, some endo sisters, as we call each other, have been blessed to have children. Unfortunately, I have not been one, but I find that I'm a blessing to somebody because I, once I've told several people about it, I've written papers about it when I was at university and alerted people because a, a number of people don't know that two in 10 women around the world have endometriosis, but we all are grown up to say it's a heavy period. I hope for people who I speak to that it's just a heavy period and they don't have it. But there's only one way to find out. And usually majority of women find that out when they're trying to get pregnant. So um, it was a rough journey for me um, because I was in pain for most of my life. Uh, now I feel a little bit of discomfort at the bottom of my stomach, but nothing major. I'm also going through menopause at this point. But... I am happy that there is support and bless the ladies of the base foundation. And anytime they call, I'm there. And I, you know, I'm always in my yellow and I'm always talking about endometriosis to, to encourage people to know about it. And what fills my heart, one day I was sitting in my car waiting for the end of March to start. And a gentleman was sitting across from me in his vehicle. And I said to him, you're here with somebody. He said, well, him come drop off him, girlfriend. Um, and he said, what is endometriosis, miss? I'm just here to support her, but I don't really know what it is. I explained it to him and he goes, oh, all right. I am coming out of this car and I'm going to walk with her because he didn't know. And he spread the word. I've seen him at meetings. I've seen him bring other men. So support is very important, whether your partner, your family, your friends, and most importantly, we need our, our, our bosses and, and those who um, manage us to understand how it affects people's lives. Me, I have a high pain threshold. So even though I'm in blinding pain, I still function. Unfortunately, there are endo sisters who can't even get out of bed. Or the most they'll do is make it on the floor because lying on the cold floor helps. So I hope that as we continue to spread the word about and knowledge about endometriosis, people will begin to understand. And it's not a stigma. It's not a taboo. It is an unfortunate disease that affects so many of us around the world. And people need to be, we don't need nobody for sorry for it. We just need you to be understanding and empathetic, you know, for what we go through as a result of living with, endometriosis i haven't done this in a while but how would you rate your pain level today my pain level today would probably right now be yeah. about a, i would say a five. Oh, okay Apart from having endometriosis, I know that you have scoliosis. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. So, 
when did you realize that you had scoliosis? And was it something that you were born with from childhood coming up? Well, it seems like I was born with it, but because mine wasn't severe, they never did anything for me as a child. As I got older, probably throughout my teens, going into like early 20s, and I was, you know, pretty active and sports and stuff. And I couldn't understand why my back hurt and the pain and the, all that is involved in it. And they did an x-ray. They did a scan and said, but your curve to one side and that's what's calling it. And then it's resting on the sciatic nerve. So you'll get the tingling and da, 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 da. And I go, all right, so what am I do? And they suggested surgery. And I said, no, because he said, we can do the surgery and we can try and straighten your spine, but one milliliter or one little snip and you can be paralyzed. And I say, ha, huh, let me consider that. I can deal with the pain. I can probably wear a back brace. I can limit certain things. I, I'll do what I can. I'll swim, but I'm not doing the surgery. And, um, and I haven't done the surgery. When I work out or when I run, I wear a back brace, which has helped. Um, and there are things that I do. I don't lift certain things. You know, you lift with your knees, which you know you do. Um, there are days when I, when I have to literally roll from one side to the other to get out of bed. I don't have to do much for the sciatic to trigger. It will happen. Um, I need to stretch more, which I'm doing better at. But I've learned to live with it. And as I said, when the pain is bad, I just don't do nothing. It, meaning I don't work out that day or I don't do anything. But I'm happy. I'm still able to run. I walk um, at least twice a week. Run, walk twice a week to keep myself because there's also arthritis in my family and I have arthritis in my knee. I have osteoarthritis in my shoulder. And you know, once you don't work out, you seize up. So I try and keep myself pretty active. Um, I did my first Sigma, um, since Sigma come back fully. Um, and I was quite proud of myself. I just put in my music and I ran, I did like 40 minutes, which I was quite surprised. And I wasn't pushing myself. I just wanted to complete it. So, I just be as active as I can and um, yeah, just live with it. I've asked that million times and I'm going to ask you again. How, how do you manage so much pain? Because one look of pain and I am always of it. Uh, I tell my best friend that I'm not of this world. I think I'm an alien because. I will, somebody will say, Roxy, you in pain? And I say, yeah, I'm in blinding pain. I can't even see it right now. And they're like, what is wrong with you? Who says they're in blinding pain and says it in a sentence? I said, I do. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the creator, I forgot to tell me, you know, one day. I was burnt, second degree burned from my neck to my navel when I was about 10 and my mother is crying and my father is running up and down and my grandmother, because it was family breakfast and the, the teapot turned over and the, 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 the handle came off, came over. And I'm and everybody's crying and I'm hushing everybody on this child. I have second degree burns and I'm sitting there lying there and the doctor is breaking off the skin that's broken. And I'm looking at him going, what are you doing? And he says, well, I have to break off the skin. And he's like, you need anything for the pain? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I just want to know what you're doing. So looking back at that, 
I realized that I'm obviously not of this planet. I can't be. Or my pain receptor is different. But what I have done over the years is, because I used to suffer with really bad migraine headaches, if I'm in pain, any at all, my back, my head, my neck, wherever is hurting, my knee, I will tell my friends or tell family or whoever I'm around. So in the event that the pain overtakes me and I collapse or I pass out, they can say, Roxine said her head will hurt her, her back will hurt her, her knee will hurt her. So I make that my... I made that my duty to do that. So even though, and I'm not, I'm not suffering in silence. The fact is I can manage the pain and I'm not trying to be Wonder Woman, which I, who I'm called by my friends, but I can deal with the pain. And I don't like to complain, cause complain not helping the pain, but I'm making you aware that I'm in pain. And I just push through till I can't push through anymore or I can't stand up on the knee anymore or whatever. And that's how... I manage my pain. You are so hilarious. I am dying. <laughs> what is sciatica, Roxanne? Sciatica, there are, how do I explain it? Why do you keep trying to make me be a medical practitioner. There are these nerves that run from the center of your back down your legs. Your whole body is an electrical pathway. And there's these nerves, all at, everywhere has nerves. So based on the curvature of using my spine, so the, the nerves are supposed to be uninterrupted. So because my spine is curved, it's pressing on nerves that it shouldn't be pressing on because your back should be straight. So those little nerves, if you, if you look at the, the thing of our body and you see blue lines, red lines, where the red lines is where it blood, the blue lines, if you look at the, the, the streaming of the body, those are the nerves, which they're the ones that trigger. So if a pin stick you, that's it, 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 the nerves say, you're in pain right there. So, so these, 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 these nerves become constricted because there's pressure and there's pain, so it causes tingling and because um, the pressure is built up. You know, you're sitting for too long and you feel the, ugh. Um, so those, the sciatic nerves, I don't remember the other um, medical term for it, but the sciatic nerves become interrupted and these are your pain receptors. So they trigger and they flare because of the imbalance in your body. For me, triggered by my, my my scoliosis. And so I'd get the tingling down the legs, the pain, like there's a plank across my back. And there's nothing you can do about it till the, 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 the muscles relax. And then you you can go on with your day. I actually remember that like, that you did. And you were working. Because mm -hmm. you know, I'm always on your lives. Mm -hmm. um, you were working. You were in blinding pain you were sitting on the edge of the seat and i was just like oh how does she function like i don't know i don't know myself sometimes but it is what it is so just you rec recalling that i remember that day oh, okay. it was a monday mm. Why do I remember like specific things? I don't know, dear. This is your thing. 
Yeah. That's why my family calls me librarian, but anyways. <laughs> Cause I remember I remember birthdays. I never anything. I never write down birthdays. God no. And I, I remember them and then forget. So I make sure I write them down so I don't forget my friend's birthday. So it's I not know. an intentional if I forget your birthdays because I'm not good with these things. That's why I will always remind <laughs> I don't have to. Like, you tell me your birthday once, I'm like, oh, okay. And for me, all my birthdays clash. Mm-hmm. So I have two to three persons one on the same day. Sometimes it's one week every month. And I'm just like, Jesus. But I think it's coming from my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Because looking looking at my grandfather no on Instagram, he remembers every I don't know if he deliberately do it, but he remembers it. And I'm like, wonder if that's why I have this thing about me. Probably but I don't know. Yeah, I probably get it from him. I'm just like, okay, it's just Michelle being Michelle. Nothing major. And then people said to me, how do you remember all these things? And I'm like, yeah. It's my imaginary calendar in my head. Mm-hmm. Like it can all, it can always count on me to text on your birthday or call your birthday or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I'm actually surprised most of the time. So not really. But yeah, on a scale of one to ten. How good of a friend am I? On a scale of one to ten? Yes. I must rate you? Yes. (laughs) I would say, because nobody is perfect, Mm -hmm. I would give you a nine. Yay. Uh, I always need room for improvements. Yeah. That was a, that was a random question. Okay, I'll actually give you a nine too. Uh, is that all? Okay. Describe me in five words. Describe me in five words. Ambitious, loyal, inspiring, special, awesome. I'm coming back. I'm actually crying. (laughs) Well, not really, but yeah. Thank you so much. I enjoy being your friend. You know that, right? I know. I like, know that you are in my life. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Like, I'll get like super excited. <laughs> if I hear your voice, I see your name. So, I remember once my mom got a work email and your name was on it and she, she sent me a message like, is this your girl? And I'm like, yes, that's why. And I got excited out of nowhere mm. instantly. I got excited and I was done for the entire day. Mm. Wow. So yeah. I enjoy seeing your name, hearing your voice. All of that. And yeah, everybody describes me with those five words. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. I actually I actually just enjoy supporting people and showing up for people. Like it takes nothing out of me to do that. And I can't physically be there, but once he says, hey, I'm going to do this today, I am there. And I do it without intentions. Mm -hmm. Do it not expecting anything. Mm -hmm. I just want to be there. what is this is like friendship section because i have nothing else to ask uh what is being my friend like huh what is being my friend like what is being your friend like yes it is it makes me smile that somebody who We've never been in the same physical space, but from day one, you have wanted to be, you have been a great supporter and you're always encouraging. And is when you talk, you would, when people, when we talk, people would feel say, I've known you forever. Um, and that's what it feels like in a good sense, forever in a good sense. Um, and even when I have days where I don't want, there are days when I don't want to speak to any human, but then Rish Rish will message me and I smile because I know she's thinking about me and, and I respond and I appreciate that. So I appreciate you for what you bring um, and the blessing that you are as a person and the, the genuine joy in a moment that you will take out of your day, out of your time to check, to support, to give encouragement just because you choose to. Um, and that's, that is a, an awesome trait in any human. Um, and I, and I, I am grateful and very appreciative for that. Okay, yes, I literally had to take a, a breath. I'll say the same for you. Like, 
Well, I just explained the name, the, yeah, the voice. Uh, what I enjoy most about you is that you unapologetically, and this is from my standpoint, you unapologetically show up. Like, you, I don't know how you do it. You have so many things doing and you make time. Like I can, I can depend on you. Yeah, hmm. I can literally depend on you. And I enjoy that. What is, what are five songs on your playlist? Hmm. All dependent on my mood, but mm. of course, the one this is it, this is me. This mm -hmm. one, um, wow, um, hmm. it all depends on my mood, it really does. Um, to be uh, there's another song that inspires, I'm trying to remember it. Um, this morning. Huh? This morning. This morning. By Jesse Royal. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Jesse. Um, I can't pick one Michael Jackson. Everybody knows that I love him. Um, I find his songs, um, depending on the, 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 the moment and the mood, um, the song will, if I want to use an overall song, I would say we are the world, but there is, there is the one which really that one really have me, <laughs> the one with the nature. Um, I'm sorry, when you, when I have to think of Michael Jackson songs, it just it's just a lot. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot. Um, what's his name? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is another one that I find. It's 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 just um it just depends. Ribbon in the sky. Um I don't know, there, there are quite a number of, of, of songs that it 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 all depends on how I'm feeling um at the point. Celine Dion, oh her music is if these walls could talk. Um, Whitney Houston, greatest love of all. Um, and I do, I do like my um, uh, Shania, Shania Twain's my girl. Um, love her. Um, 
yeah, it just depends on um, it depends on my mood at the time. You're still the one, man. I feel like a woman. I love that song. <laughs> okay, you have gone um, over ten. Yeah, so it all depends. It all depends. So the various persons, and I, as I, I love country and western too. Um, country and so, western is nice. Ah, uh? country and western is nice. Country and western is nice. Um, so it, it it all depends on what I need at the moment. I mean, my my um. CC Winans, she's one of my go-to. Um, I love our guy, Kevin Downswell, his song. That song has taken me through a lot. Um, so, Which one? Huh? Which um, one? It is a sure. Um, Carry oh, Me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's just me being me. Yeah, man, that song there. That song there. Yeah, man, every time I hear it, I cry. Um, yeah, so that that has been my like you make me stronger. That was the first one, and then carry me. But you make me stronger was the first one. Um, that one, the the one that that Tammy's husband did, that Wayne did. Yeah, man, I had to. to God. Yeah, when I met him, I said, Virgin, you don't know how much that song there. That song, and it's a words. So it all depends. All depends. Um, yeah, but there are certain songs that that if I need a lift, I listen to those particular songs. Shirley Caesar. Oh my God. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know. So yeah. It all depends. I can think of one mm-hmm. for you. Which one? By who? Damien Riley. Apache. No. Beautiful. Oh, bless your heart. Because it's my favorite. It's my favorite from him. Oh, it's a lovely song. I love him. I hope one day I really get to be around him. I've met him. I told his mom. And she mm-hmm. introduced me to him last time. Like, I just love her. Oh, Cindy Breakspirit is an awesome human being. I don't know about to anybody else. I can only speak how she is to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, any Bob song, any Bob song. Let me just make it just new. Bob Marley was centuries ahead of his time. His music Very is much. timeless. No matter what you're feeling, there is a Bob Marley song that Very can much. inspire you and lift you. The man there, different. Um, so any Bob Marley song, any Bob Marley song. He's very, he's very different. Uh, yeah. My grandfather actually has a book. Uh-huh. My grandfather actually has a book that um, details, I'd say, his his mu his musical life, mm-hmm. and it's it's fascinating. I got my own copy, like well, not mine, my father's, um, like some time ago, and 
This man, the time he puts me in his book. Yeah. Like, so apparently I'm his eighth grandchild. Really? It's like I'm, yeah, it's like an autobiography. So he does that. And it's fascinating because he has traveled, well, over 100 countries. Traveled over 100 countries. He's met so many people, and I'm just like, wow. Like, I know I I was aware of his musical background, but him putting it into words, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Beautiful is one of my favorite. It's a lovely name, song. Name in my song. I know me and Gramps. Anything with Gramps Mother. Yeah. Anything, anything. It don't matter. It must sing about the breeze. It don't matter. His new song, yeah. Butterfly, is actually quite beautiful. Butterfly is just released. A beautiful song. Yeah. It is. I was like, okay, granddad. I see you. Uh So you know that I'm a musical junkie, that's why I ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you discover you could do voiceover? When did you discover you could do voiceovers? Um, I would say the opportunities arose and me trying to figure it out was when I started at Cool, Cool mm-hmm. 97 FM, because they also want to expose the persons who are there and you can use a lot, utilize your talent. They thought I had a very good voice and they said you should do commercials. Do. No, I'm no... Michael Anthony Koff or Paul and Porter Jones or any of those people. And they're like, give it a shot. So doing little ads or the little drops for the station and one or two smaller ads, I I um I said, okay, I can do this. So yeah. Um, so that encouraged me. And then I got one and two calls and they said, oh, so you can do an ad to so and so on. And say, okay, and we'll pay you to do so and so and we want you to do it. And then just over time, practicing, practicing. Yeah. And then now when they book a session, people are like, we don't need to book an hour because we know when vaccine going done, we did half an hour, if that much, depending on what the client wants. So, um, yeah. And I love doing it. I love, I love doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You are one of two voice crushes that I have. Really? Yeah. The other is Vasilya Barnabikov. Like, yeah. 
So, uh, thank you for coming. My pleasure. As I said, uh, I'm, I knew you would show up. Like, all I had to do was ask. And it <laughs> took, you know, it took me so long to ask. Why? I know you. You know, would. once it is possible, I would be doing it for you. I know you would say that, you know. But and then I was just like, yeah. So it took, well, it didn't take me a while. I was just thinking about it. And I was just like, okay. And since I'm looking for people who would speak, because I find that not a lot of people want to speak. And right. I, like, I don't know. But I understand. I mean, coming from coming from the background I have with special needs kids and their parents, I understand that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, so, it was my pleasure, my dear. Happy to help. Um, and you know, any 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 other way that I can help? Remember, I'm also a member of the Lions Club, and we're always looking for projects. So if there's anything that you think that we could take on just let me know let's put it together and i will present it to the president to see if it could be something that we could um be a part of i mean yeah most of what the lions club does is about sight but we also do other things and i'd like to introduce other things so you know if there's anything that you think that we could probably take on let me know and we'll put it together and i'll present it to the president yep i will uh Your life is a journey. Each chapter of your life will be filled with twists, turns, and detours. You will learn and grow in many ways. From time to time, may you reflect on your journey. Be proud of how much you have overcome to be the person you are right now. Appreciate wherever you are in your journey right now and make the best of it. See all the possibilities of what your journey could be in the future, as well as the person you can become with each chapter of your life. This is your journey. Live it well. Until next time, my friends, I am Richard C. Henry, reminding you to let your light so shine before men that they might see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And remember that somebody loves you.